Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. It's Kelly Williams. And Troy McEady. And this week, we are dragging someone who definitely deserves to be dragged. And before we get into the dragging, everything from here on out is allegedly. Yes, it's all Mother Goose and Fairy Tales, if you so happen to think that, whatever. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about Chris Pratt. I mean, Chris Pratt. (laughs) Whatever you want to call him. He is a rat. For sure. Um, so before we get into it, I, my favorite part is like, what did you think about Chris Pratt before Blind started coming out about him? Um, I mean, I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say like, I thought that he was just Andy. Like I thought that he was his character in Parks and Rec. I thought he was a dopey, fun, fun-loving, very sweet, like charming, cute guy, you know, who was like, I just, I never in a million years thought he would become an action star. Like, I never yeah. in a million, you couldn't pay me to have thought it um, when Parks and Rec first aired. And yeah, I loved him. Like, I loved Parks and Rec. Like, I was, I was bamboozled by him like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> what about so you? I am a huge Anna Faris fan. Okay. I've been a fan of hers for like ever. I've seen all of her movies, like even Smiley Face, even the like- Smiley like, Face. Yeah, and like Waiting, all those movies, Just Friends, um, scary movies. I could go on and on about her, but I liked them together. But the second I saw him in Zero Dark Thirty, I was like, wait, that's Chris Pratt. Right. And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Because <laughs> yeah. I just, I knew something was going to happen. And I knew I'd have to take my girl's side. Of course. Are you kidding? You have to take her side. She's she's a precious moments doll for real. Yeah, I agree. I think Anna Faris is an actual not rotted person. I do too. And I think she's a comedy legend. Like you said, very underrated. I wish that she was looked at as like one of the greats. I agree. Because she honestly, her comedy kind of reminds me of like Molly Shannon. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like very character driven for sure my my grandma used to say that uh because for a, randomly like my grandmother like loves the movie smiley faces which is like <laughs> so funny to me and she would always say that she reminded her of um like young goldie hawn just like very okay. like like face comedy you know unfortunately she did do that overboard remake yeah she did <laughs> yeah she sure did Back to Chris, his biggest role pre-Marvel was, of course, Andy in Parks and Recs. But he's been in a bunch of different things. He was in Everwood on the WB. He was in the movie Wanted, Jennifer's Body, Moneyball, The Five-Year Engagement, Movie 43, Zero Dark Thirty, Delivery Man, and then Her as well. 
And then in 2014, he got into shape. I mean, 2013, he was in shape, but 2014, he got like ripped. Yeah, I'll never forget like the first time seeing those pictures of him on the beach wearing um, like Speedo shorts and Mm -hmm. everybody just lost their shit. And it's just so funny, like as a man in Hollywood, like you can be chubby or whatever, or like have a little bit of a belly or whatever. And then the next day, if you have abs, it's like people are literally waiting in line to sign, to give you contracts for, you know, multi-billion dollar movie franchises. Like, it's just like so ridiculous, right? It's so crazy. And then in 2015, he was named one of the hundred most influential people in the world, according to Time Magazine. Like who, who did he pay? Who did he pay? Because what? Influential? Where? What, he lost weight and became Star-Lord? Right. Like, what? (laughs) Oh, God. But during this phase, he still had, like, his good guy act. Because I feel like most people now, I mean, he was voted, like, least favorite Chris. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, like, still blown away. I didn't know that he was voted most influential, one of the most... Like we need to, that's, this, this is a pure sign that we need to stop letting straight men control lists. <laughs> it's so funny the way everybody is sort of turned on him. And I always wonder when I, when things like that happen, it's like, I always wonder about how self-aware celebrities are about mm-hmm. themselves and about their image and what people think of them and how they're perceived and stuff. And it makes me wonder, like, do you think Chris Pratt knows that he is disliked? So what happened? It's so crazy because I'm not an Avengers Marvel big fan. I've seen the movies. I don't know everything about every character. So if you're a Marvel head, I'm letting you know now that what I'm about to say may not be 100% correct. Right. But I have seen on the internet, like Marvel fans drag um, Scarlett Johansson's character. And they've been really, really harsh on Brie Larson. Like, Mm. you know how you love your vlogs? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brie Larson has one that I've seen okay and like all these guys just comment all this nasty stuff and the cast of the Avengers has never really stuck up for any of the female actresses no not even during press conferences but they all were tweeting like you guys need to stop calling Chris Pratt your least favorite Chris wow. I'm like wait this is what we're gonna like you guys don't care that Brie Larson is getting raked across coals every day for being not going to say what who she plays because I don't know right but um yeah like the cat all the men in the cast like stood up and they were like that's not nice and they'll like sit and laugh through you know Scarlett Johansson being asked like how she prepared her vagina to be Black Widow you know for the hundredth time and they like laugh about it Yeah, exactly. I remember there was one press conference, um, Robert Downey Jr., I'm sure the whole cast was there, but he was asked, like, how we got into the mindset of Tony Stark, and then they got to Scarlett, they're like, what was your diet? Yeah, of course. How did you fit into the cat suit? That's all they ever ask. But yeah, Chris has to know he's very disliked. I hope so. I hope that he knows. I hope that that church isn't brainwashing him to think that he's still beloved. I really don't think he thinks he's beloved. I really don't. Good, because he's a piece of shit. Tell me your, I mean, there are many reasons we're going to go over them, everybody, but Troy reminded me of something that he said. And Troy, 
This the floor is yours. So I actually have a blind about it. And I don't even know if I really need to read the blind because this has been talked about so much. Okay, um, there's a bunch of blind items about Chris Pratt being homophobic and him believing in conversion therapy. And, you know, obviously that aligns with the teachings of Hillsong Church because they also believe in conversion therapy. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of blind items about him being openly homophobic on like film sets and, um, you know, fans having interactions with him and hearing him say homophobic things or making fun of gay people that are around. This is a random one from December of 2017. It says this A-plus list mostly movie actor usually keeps his homophobic remarks to himself. The former television actor, though, was overheard making several slurs about two men who were making out in front of him in line at a store. He also told the person he was with, an assistant, that men who are with other men are going to go to hell. And there's a bunch of them. There's, you know, ones about him not wanting, like, not acknowledging people on film sets that he knows are gay. And I saw in an article, because I was looking up, like, his faith and kind of when he became more into God and all of that. And he said it was when his son was born with a disability. And I'm kind of like, um. Were you trying to pray that away too? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, I, in, I think it came out that obviously he was very for like gay conversion therapy and then was then having like shady opinions on say, you know, like gun control or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And guys, we know politics, blah, 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 whatever. Right. But like the way he was saying it, it was kind of like, fuck you. Very fuck you. Very like, like it gives like the vibes of like when you're at a dinner table with somebody who's just like, I'm, I'm like a monster and like wanting everybody to know their opinions and thoughts and like making everybody uncomfortable. Like he gives me that vibe. Yeah. And then he'll talk down to you if you don't agree. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So him and Anna were, they met in 2009 and they split in 2017. I didn't realize they were together that long. And then after that, he started to date Catherine Schwarzenegger um, in 2018. They got married 2019 and welcomed a baby in 2020. So that was very quick. And I actually have some, I have Chris Pratt in Anna Faris's statement. After eight years of marriage, the actors announced their breakup on social media Sunday night in a joint statement confirmed by Pratt's publicist. We tried hard for a long time and were really disappointed, the actors wrote. Our son has two parents who love him very much. And for his sake, we want to keep this situation as private as possible moving forward. We still have love for each other. We'll always cherish each other in our time together and continue to have the deepest respect for one another. So in the, that was the statement Chris put out, but the statement that Anna put out, she took out the deepest respect for one another. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so it ended with, we will always cherish our time together, period. Because that man does not respect her in any way, shape or form. And I would say that they're one of those couples that, and you know, this is something that you and I talk about like almost every week where there are certain stories that are so, um, they're so talked about and they become like mainstream like they leave like the blind item space and then become public maybe like a month or so after them being blind items Mm -hmm. and I feel like him cheating on her was just like nobody wasn't everybody was talking about him cheating on her everybody 
I completely agree. I actually have a blind from 2017, just after their divorce uh, statement. Okay. Whenever a celebrity couple divorces, the initial list of excuses given for the split rarely reflect the truth of the situation. The excuses you are hearing right now, work commitments, busy travel, different family goals are predictable. They're just not the truth. You won't see that though until they start dating other busy people in the industry or create families with other people. By then you'll have forgotten that they ever claimed that those things were a problem that caused the demise of their relationship. So since you are hearing the annual list of excuses right now, what's the truth behind the divorce? Cheating, cheating, cheating. He was like really just like out there. And when he lost all the weight, that's mm -hmm. when it started. Yeah. And you would hear, I remember reading a lot about like, you know, all the different, like there are different websites speculating about like the specific type that he likes. Like he likes like, you know, these really sort of young blonde girls and he likes really submissive women. And he's really just like sort of like a chauvinist, like Mm -hmm. a real sort of like, now I can make my porn search real. Yeah. guy, And he treats women like complete garbage. And um, you know, there's also Kelly and I, before we started recording, we were talking about just like generally how much we love Anna Ferris. And, you know, there's like a lot of, there are a lot of stories out there about Anna that she just is like kind of a mess, especially after he left her that like, you know, her eating disorder issues got really intense and she was suffering from some addiction stuff and pill issues and was just kind of becoming known in circles as not doing well. Mm-hmm. And that he just really kind of left her out to dry. Like, was like, girl, I have abs now. I don't give a fuck that you're, you know, not doing well. Right. I found this new church. I'm banging Jennifer Lawrence. I'm going on dates with Haley Bieber. Right. Totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the cover of People Magazine coming out of an ocean. Hello. So I actually have, before we ruin Chris Pratt even more, I do have a kindness blind. And this is from 2015 when he was just becoming like leading man. He wasn't, I guess they're actually calling him a plus list. If a child needs glasses and can't afford them, chances are good that the donation of the a plus list, mostly movie actor who must have a bad bone in his body somewhere will cover the cost. The actor along with his actress wife heard about kids who need glasses when they were getting some for their own child. The couple donated $1 million, which is apparently enough to cover every needy child in the U.S. for a year. So we can give him a little bit of credit. We should start reading those more. (laughs) The the kindness blinds, because it's like, you know, it's nice to have a little moment. And there aren't many. (laughs) Right. They're, they're They're very rare. So if we find them, we should definitely read it. But during that time, it was like, okay, Chris Pratt is still a good guy. Mm hmm. It wasn't until like Passengers that everyone hated him because that movie was atrocious. Yeah, and even when he did get like, when he first got hot, people were like excited for him. It was like, oh my God. It was so relatable in a way. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, um, it wasn't like Chris uh, Hemsworth or whatever getting like another hot leading male role. It was like, that was a real, it just felt very relatable. And everyone was rooting for him and Anna. Totally. They seemed perfect. I know. Guys, they weren't. (laughs) It was all a lie. 
So one thing that I think is absolutely crazy, Troy, and we talked about this in our Jennifer Lawrence episode, the fact that Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence went on Anna's podcast when she knew that they were sleeping together. Yeah. How insane is that? And it's almost one of those moments where I'm like, that is such a publicity thing that they just had to stick with. Right. Like, you know, behind the scenes, she was like freaking the fuck out and probably having to be coached on what to say by him and like, you know, things to not bring up and things because she's like such a word vomit person. You know what I mean? Like she could have, that could have been so bad. (laughs) And she said in a recent podcast, and by recent, I mean, within like the last two years, I'm not sure exactly the date that she knew she was being cheated on by someone. She never confirmed who it was. She's been married twice. So people are like, well, it could have been her first husband. She cheated on her first husband with Chris Pratt. Let's, let's be clear. Yeah. (laughs) But she was like, I woke up in the middle of the night and looked at my partner and I said, you're sleeping with her and I know it. And he told me I was crazy, but I was right. And I was kind of like, say his name, say his name. Yes, please just fucking say it. Like he deserves it. I have a blind here from 2019. Um, and this, I, I just mentioned that, you know, there was talk, there was talk about Anna, like not doing well physically, um, which started around 2017 when they split. Uh, this one says, the A-list dual threat actress who was, in, who was on a very hit network show has not been the same since her split with her ex. Sure, she has a new guy, but he doesn't really care about her. Our actress just shut down, and honestly, it is only her kid that is keeping her going at this point. Her actor ex doesn't care at all and has completely moved on. And then uh, there was a blind that came out a little bit before that saying that she uh, was, like, suffering really badly from, like, an Adderall addiction. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if Anna Ferris has, like, publicly spoken about her, about having issues with food, but, like, she's one of those celebrities that you know, ever so often she goes through a, a, a cycle of, you know, tabloid, scary, skinny, look how skinny she is. She's real. You can see her bones. She's one of those tabloid celebrities and it mm-hmm. picked up really bad after they split, which was really sad to see. Yeah. It looks like she's talked about it a little bit, but not like really. Mm-hmm. Like she's mentioned, she's talked about being body shamed and feeling like pressure from Hollywood, but she hasn't used the words. Yeah, because when she was scary skinny, when they divorced, people were awful, Mm -hmm. awful to her. I remember she posted a picture on, or she did like an Instagram live or something and she was wearing like Spanx shorts and the comments from people were horrific because her legs are so skinny. Yeah. I'm just like, protect her at all costs. Like, I love her so much. (laughs) I don't think that she's some perfect person either, guys. I will say that, you know, I am sure there are dark things in her past, but I say not rotted. Not at all. She's not rotted. She's too, she's too sweet. (laughs) Okay. So I have a blind that shocked me. It's from 2019. And again, I do feel like after the divorce, everyone was like, oh, Chris Pratt sucks. Mm -hmm. But this is from June 15th, 2019. 
This celebrity offspring of a barely there actor who will never be the biggest in the family or even the second biggest told friends that she went out on a couple secret dates with this A-plus-less mostly movie actor before the former tweener called wanting to get married. She said she then stopped talking to the A-plus-less actor and he went and got married. She said she's kicking herself now. And that's Haley Baldwin, Justin Bieber, and Chris Pratt. So I, I didn't, you didn't know this, right? Am I an idiot? No, I, I didn't know this. Okay, I was like, am I the only, this is, I thought it was like one of those things where I was the only one who didn't know that he hooked up with her. I was blown away. I had no idea. What is in that Hillsong water? Is it fucking like Viagra? Or <laughs> I don't know. They're all so horny. I would not be surprised. My God. It's like the goal of the church is for everybody to be so horny when they get there. In the Hillsong of it all with Chris. Right. Because I didn't realize Catherine wasn't a part of Hillsong Church. I didn't either. Until him. Yeah. She's probably like a, I mean, I know her dad's Arnold, but she's a part of the Kennedy. They're good Irish Catholics. They're horrible Irish Catholics, but they're Irish Catholics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just, I don't, something about him just feels ick. I can't stand him. And people who still like worship him because he's in the Marvel universe, I'm like, get over it. He sucks. He's terrible. And what's funny about you, Troy, is like, you can look at a celebrity and be like, oh, they're just broaded, right? Like, you can just be like, oh, they're terrible people. Let's keep going. Right. But like, I haven't seen you genuinely, genuinely dislike somebody. Because usually one thing we always try and do is be like, oh, well, Aaron Carter is obviously fucking horrendous, mm-hmm. but he's also gone through horrific trauma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we always try and look at like some kind of angle, but with this one, there's, just, <laughs> there's he's no like, angle. no, he's just like a heavy guy who got really hot and got an ego and maybe I always had one, but. It's true. I don't really have like a, I don't have like a way in my head of making him not a villain. Like I can't think of any, he just fucking sucks. And I think that he strikes me as the kind of guy who was told throughout his entire life that he's like funny and a good guy. You know, good guys are like kind of the worst in that way because everybody tells them that they're so great. And then you realize that they're like monsters actually. Mm-hmm. And they're able to hide behind it because everybody thinks they're perfect and funny and happy-go-lucky and he's always cracking jokes and he's such a great, sweet guy. Um, I found some <laughs> these these blinds from 2018. Uh, I kind of referenced these earlier in reference to him liking them young, like him ha- letting his porn search come to life when he got hot. Ugh. So this one's from 2018. It says, the supposedly pious A-plus list mostly movie actor hired multiple hookers while he was out of the country this week. This was in addition to the female PR rep sent by the studio from the uh, from the country he was visiting. And I, you know, like the blinds will have like a link to click for like the article that pertains to it. And mm-hmm. like in the link, it was a Daily Mail article and it was like a picture of him and his assistant out to dinner. And like, she, they're so clearly on a date, like, but she's his quote assistant. Um, and then there's one, another one from the same year that says, uh, their PR, their PR people would like you to think that this mo- A-list mostly movie actor is dating this A-list mostly movie actress who started on television, but he has a type and she isn't it. He likes blondes, he likes them submissive, and he likes them young. Who's the mostly TV? Is it Anna? 
Evangeline Lilly. Oh. Yeah, from Lost. Okay. Oh, from Lost, right. So I don't, I don't know how to say this without sounding like an absolute horrific human, but there have been a lot of things that seem like Chris has kind of forgotten about Jack, his son. And obviously their son was born with a disability. So I have a blind about having your back. And it talks about how Sandra Bullock talked about how Jesse James had her back and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But it says, let's talk about a a different celebrity couple, an actor and actress. Their marriage is also over because he didn't have her back. Yes, he cheated on her. As As disturbing to her as the cheating, though, was the fact that he didn't have her back when it came to being a parent. She always praised him in public for being a great dad, but she said that she was basically a single parent. He thought that having a kid was going to be all fun and games, but when it turned out to be so much work, it was just too hard for him. He stayed away more and more, and she had to do all the parenting. He basically abandoned them except for photo ops. So now you know what she means when she talks about the importance of being with someone who has your back. Given that he doesn't seem to enjoy being a parent, will he ask for custody? Yes, his public image is about being a nice guy, not a selfish jerk who doesn't care about his children. He has to ask for custody so he doesn't look bad. Ugh. The quote, his public image is about being a nice guy makes me physically sick. Like, yeah. that's so gross. Mm-hmm. To have to, to be such a piece of shit that you have to calculate and orchestrate a nice personality is sick and I remember he got a lot of heat because um when he posted the photo of his daughter with Catherine he was like this is the greatest moment of my whole entire life and everyone was kind of like you have another kid yeah like you kind of have to stop saying that after you have another child (laughs) right like I was a second born (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) finally true happiness I know when I was born my parents went like sorry sorry Tommy who's my brother sorry Tommy we have a a better child now yeah we we finally find the meaning of life yeah it's just (laughs) it makes me so mad and I'm not saying and I'm sure you know he had this idea of what being a parent was but sometimes life throws you a curveball and I'm not saying having like a child with a disability is a bad thing it's just different than what you expect and to me it's just like you have to step up to the plate right it's your fucking kid your kid. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I want to read an interesting blind from 2018 about Hillsong. It's called The New Celebrity Cult. And it's a little long, so bear with me. 
It says, want to rub shoulders with celebrities, have a few hundred extra bucks a week to spend on books, conferences, college courses, spiritual guides, and even merchandise? Does this sound like Scientology? It kind of does. I'm not going to say anything is worse than Scientology. It isn't a class all itself. I will say that this new celebrity cult has a lot of the same money-making ideas. It is all about the money. Oh, and the fame and some of the leaders of the cult. It also has some disturbing practices that are just now coming to light. The cult pays a lot of money to certain young female celebrities to post all kinds of things about the cult on social media. They make it seem that if you come, you are sure to run into them. You won't. Even if they do attend, they are kept away from the masses. What these celebrities do, though, is ensure that hundreds of young females come into, each, to come into the cult each week. Do these celebrities know what happens to these young female members that come? Well, this celebrity offspring who yachts knows for sure what happens, but doesn't seem to care. The A minus slash B plus list singer slash actress uh, also knows what's up. The A list mostly movie actor knows exactly what is going on because he has been on the receiving end of some of the quote fellowship of the young women provided. The, the young women are all put through a screening process. The first time they come in and they fill out a visitor card. That card contains blank space for email and social media handles. If the woman is not considered attractive or does not have what seems to be a lot of disposable income, no follow-up is made. And if they pursue the cult further, they are discouraged from attending. This is usually done through something that will turn them off from ever wanting to come back. If you make the first cut, uh, you are encouraged to join a group which is made up of members remarkably similar to you as far as physical look and age. The group is led by someone who has been trained to ask very probing questions. All of these sessions are recorded. At this point, there is further vetting, and once again, some of the women are encouraged to not come back. This can be anything from having their purse stolen or someone being verbally abusive to them. If you make it past that level, they are encouraged to attend other more intimate counseling sessions followed by some coursework. All through this period, they are given constant positive feedback. They are shown videos of celebrities who tell them they have done the same thing and just take them deeper down this path of no return. This is where it gets even more vile. All of the leaders of the cult are men. The men pick and choose which of these females they would like to console one-on-one. -on -one. The females by this point have been told they need to serve and these leaders take a woman into a room that looks like a hotel room. There are dozens of these rooms in a building attached to the cult. There, these men have sex with the women. If a woman is hesitant at all, she is again encouraged to leave the cult. Once again, new recruits have been sampled, if you will. They are assigned to men who have joined the cult. These men have been picked because of their income and ability to spend a great deal of money on various cult programs. There is a minimum spend of about $25,000 a year that entitles you to a worship companion. Yes, and it's one of the women. You keep spending money and you keep getting worship companions. <laughs> they are encouraged to have sex with the worship companions in one of the hotel-like rooms where, of course, everything is recorded. The cult is big on making sure they have a lot of information to use if they need it. The A-plus list mostly movie actor spends about $500,000 a year, so he has multiple worship companions and can choose from, to ch that he can choose from and is encouraged to spend time with them away from the cult. The cult wants to create families created from the, these couples, which they think will make the cult stronger. 
dozens upon dozens are encouraged, even if married, to interact with the owners, with the worship companions, because the money needs to keep flowing. The wives understand this apparently and are supposed to encourage their husbands to have as many worship companions as they can afford. <laughs> there are some men that are spending close to a million dollars a year. The leaders of the cult are using the money to line their pockets and to spread the cult to their wealthier countries. The A minus slash B plus list singer, actress, and the celebrity offspring have both been to Dubai and Asia, where they have been worship companions to very, very wealthy international members who also have private videos of their encounters. There is another A minus list singer slash actress who says until recently, she didn't know any of this was going on. She says the only way she found out was when one of the female recruit females recruited her to a friend had been shipped overseas to a worship companion in an Asian country. No one had heard from her for six months and the actress slash singer was approached at a grocery store and asked and asked for help. The actress slash singer spent an hour at a Whole Foods deli counter listening to this cult member who described everything she had done with men in the cult. That singer slash actress has not been back since. When she threatened to talk about what happened, a security person from the cult visited her at home and she has not uttered a word about it since. A cult staffer is someone who was leaking things slowly and has provided all of this information. Like, hi. It's such a mix between Scientology and yachting. Can we talk about that? Yeah. How ironic that it's the celebrity church and it's like, and it's the new cool celebrity church. Like Scientology in a way is like almost very 80s, very 90s, mm-hmm. if you will, like 90s celebrity. They've, and they've also been like uncovered. Right. It's like everybody knows what's going on there. If you choose to join Scientology at this point, like, you know, that's that's you doing you. Um, right. But this church is the new celebrity church. It's the the more modern celebrity church. And it's so funny that they've incorporated yachting into their like scripture <laughs> it's so crazy it's like terrifying i have another hill song blind oh okay so this is from 2019 the celebrity offspring has attended events sponsored by the church for quite some time it's how she met the a plus list actor who wanted her to be the one he married instead of the one he ended up marrying However, this recent weekend is the first time she convinced her husband to attend. Everything was laid on thick for the husband, who has some collateral left behind at his other church, and they will not let him go without releasing that collateral. So that goes, and that's um, Haley, Justin, Chris Pratt, and uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Like, you know what the collateral is? Of course. I have to correct myself. I said that... Chris Pratt talked about his second child being like the best day ever. I went to his Instagram and it's actually the caption from his wedding to Catherine. Okay. 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 The caption says yesterday was the best day of our lives. We became husband and wife in front of God, our families and those we love. It was intimate, moving and emotional. We feel so blessed to begin this new chapter in our lives. We're so thankful to our families and friends who stood with us and grateful to, you're going to cackle once I finish this. <laughs> okay. And grateful to Mr. Giorgio Armani, who created a once-in-a-lifetime dress for Catherine to wear in the perfect suit for me. This oh. morning, we feel blessed. 
Are you fucking kidding me? He pulled a Priyanka? <laughs> no. Nobody talked about it. I've always known since I was a little girl that Tiffany would be my wedding ring. Oh my God. <laughs> oh I my do God. have to say, Chris has talked about his son, Jack, quite a bit, but I just, it seems performative every time. And that's what I'm going to say about that. No, I totally understand. I get that. So Troy, can we talk about something? Sure. Can we talk about Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt? Yeah, I'd love to. So I don't have any blinds pertaining to them, but I feel like it's like a known secret that they were hooking up on the set of Passengers. For sure. I actually found... um, Oh, do you have one? I found a few. And luckily I found, there's three of them and I found them in order. They're all pretty short. Oh, beautiful. So from, this one's from November, 2017. This was like one of the first blinds written, written about them. It says this A-plus list, mostly movie actress spent the night with this A-plus list, mostly movie actor. She has a significant other and he has claimed nothing ever happened before with the A-plus list actress. Yeah, right. And then it goes from that to, I love how this A-minus list, mostly television actress from a very hit network show who also is A-minus list in movies thinks her ex didn't cheat with this A-plus list, mostly movie actress. She even thinks that the pair of friends. She might want to ask about the overnight boat incident if she needs something specific. And I read that one, I think, during our um, Jennifer episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one is from 2018 after Jennifer Lawrence had to make a public statement about her closeness to Chris Pratt. <laughs> it says, the A-plus list mostly movie actress made a statement about a relationship with an A-plus list mostly movie actor, but there was one very big qualifier to that statement. Like most of the things that she denies, people know the truth about what happened. And that's what's so funny about that is like, that was another one of those things where it's, it's written about in a way that you're like, okay, this has to be true. Yeah. Everybody is talking about this and not only in mainstream, you know, TMZ news or whatever, but also on blind items, like at, across the whole entire internet. High and brown, then the divorce brown. happened like right after. Right. It's like, well, I mean, come on. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Do you know about the Stephanie Pratt one? I don't know about a Stephanie Pratt one. <laughs> I saved this just for you. I'm excited. I'm <laughs> nervous. I'm nervous. Cause I also heard Stephanie Pratt and Brad Pitt had like used to hook up. Really? Yeah. Cause for a long time, well, maybe not a long time, but she lived in England and this is like right after his breakup with Angie, where he was in England a lot. Okay. There were a lot of blinds about <laughs> Brad Pitt hooking up with Stephanie. <laughs> Wait, I love that. Good for her. What a come up. Um, So this one's from 2018. It says, this both sides of the pond reality star from a reality family picked up right where she left off three years ago when this A-plus list mostly movie actor was married. The reality star was in LA filming, filming and the pair met at a hotel and spent three weeks mostly together. I know. Now the A-plus lister is divorced and this week he has been to see her where she is living while she's doing press for her reality show so that's fun good for her I wonder that's I mean that's you know Stephanie Pratt knows some stuff and they have the same last name I just realized that I know (laughs) I know 
<laughs> when I read that, I was like, oh, Kelly's going to love that. I was hoping that you hadn't seen it. I had no idea. And what's funny is one time Spencer met him like at a boxing match or something. And he was like, we're cousins. We have the same last name. And now I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> little do you know. Oh, I do have a fun one about um, him being asked by the church to do damage control in 2018 when people started discovering that they were a cult and abusing okay. women. Uh, this is from July of that year. It says, a massive effort is being brought to bear on this A-plus list, mostly movie actor, to recommit to the church and to do a massive ad campaign for it too because there are cracks beginning to show in the scam. The thing the church is most worried about is a bunch of recruited teens and college students talking about what they had to do for rich church members to get them to join and stay and keep writing those checks. It is very possible that once one person talks, the whole church and its matchsticks foundation will come crumbling down. I mean, we knew that they were using like Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez and shit to get kids to join, mm -hmm. but who knew that they were using them to help like to essentially help traffic young girls. Every cult from top to bottom, the basis is getting young girls to submit to creepy old men. It's, oh, I don't know, man. I have one that's kind of interesting because we've talked about the casting couch before. Mm -hmm. And this is from 2021. I did not have a same-sex casting couch story involving this A-plus list, mostly movie actor on my bingo card, but there you are. Did he say there was sex? No. However, no one he told the story to believes that there was no sex. I read that today. <laughs> so I believe the story was like, he said he had to do some stuff in order to come up in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean... Do you, I think Chris Pratt is pretty low on the totem pole now. I do. I think, you know, after everything with Anna happened and then he became super religious and like preachy about his religion, I'd say. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like Catherine Schwarzenegger has never spoken and he just, <laughs> I don't know. I can't even like, I just feel like I've never heard her say a word because he's always just like talking with her like arm in his arm, like as tight as he can. Right being like say as I say yeah exactly um do you think there is any I know he's a part of the Marvel universe so it's kind of like a big thing to say but is there any coming back for Chris Pratt also did you see him get dragged on Twitter because he's going to be the voice of Mario, <laughs> the <I> Mario. <laughs> and that was another thing where I'm like people are over Chris Pratt well people are over him but they go see his movies and he ranks in, I mean, he's like a, a multi-billion dollar, you know, like earner in Hollywood. Like he has made, his films have made so much fucking money. <clears throat> so I'm kind of in a place of like, people can say what they want about him, but until people stop going to see his movies, which is, it doesn't look like they're going to. Yeah, they that's keep, a good point. They keep attaching him to these you know, these franchises and stuff that have like a built-in fan base. And, you know, I mean, I have to, I'm, unfortunately I have to give credit where credit is due. He's, he's funny mm -hmm. and he is charming on camera and he is really good in, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. Like he's, he's a good actor. So it's like, I don't know. 
I don't know if people, like, I think that people are annoyed by him, but he's not going to, like, go anywhere, I don't think. Like, I don't think yeah. that he's, do you know what I mean? Maybe not for a while. Not until he cheats on Catherine. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I just looked up his net worth. He's worth 60 million. He's worth as much as Britney is right now. Isn't that sad? Oh, it makes my skin crawl. He was also paid um, $2 million more million than Bryce Dallas Howard for Jurassic Park, which obviously, not obviously, it's terrible that women get paid less, but he made $10 million and she made $8 million, which again, $8 million is a lot, but Chris got $10 million. And they're like basically in all the same, they're in the exact same amount of scenes throughout the entire movie. Like, yeah, they are literally in the same scenes. Yeah. It's like, um, I actually have, I love reading blinds about him cheating. I'm sorry, it's a fetish. I have a couple, <laughs> a couple cheating blinds. This one actually is about him cheating on Catherine. Oh. I'll read the older one first. This is from 2018. It says, this is while he was doing press for Jurassic Park. It says three female members of this church have been on a quote spiritual mission to make sure that this A plus list mostly movie actor can be quote spiritually cleansed <laughs> as often as he needs to be while on a press tour for his new movie. I wonder if he will tell that new girlfriend of his. And then this one is from 2019 about Catherine. It says everyone in the tabloid world is just swallowing the whole weighted or no, sorry, this isn't about him cheating on her. It's about them cheating together. Oh, okay. Um, everyone in the tabloid world is just swallowing the whole waited, waited for an appropriate amount of time after leaving his wife's story that this celebrity offspring of two celebrities is spinning. A little digging will show that this whole relationship was going on while he was still living with his wife. <laughs> oh my God. And I also feel like there's just a specific kind of person. Like there are certain people who you see blind items get written about a lot. And, you know, blind items are not, they're usually mean, right? Like they're usually based in like being kind of mean. Yeah. But I do feel like it's a specific kind of celebrity who gets written about all the time as a mean person. Yeah. It's not really like coincidental. I'd agree with that. The people who I think of other than Chris Pratt would be like Jennifer Lopez, Leah Michelle. Um, I think those are the t- three that pop into my head immediately. Yeah, Jennifer for sure. Of like, you know, this person is just cruel and like so many people have said so that it's like common knowledge kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, people just don't like Chris Pratt. I do have one kooky, you know, I like to end with like a kooky blind. Yeah. And it's a little long. Um, it's about his steroid use. I just think that's funny because it's funny to me that steroids are still a thing. <clears throat> it says trafficker. Yes, it is drugs, but it's not cocaine and it's not heroin or any drugs like that. The drugs that I'm talking about are steroids and HGH and the new wave of actors taking them. They are not just taking them, but actively buying and selling them. And a handful of actors are making a ton of money selling them to other people. I'm not talking about some kind of walk on in a movie or show, but A plus slash A minus list actors. Several of them have moved overseas because it's easier to get the drug they love without the risk of being busted. Think about all the actors that have been recently moved to that have recently moved to this island nation, Australia. 
and how each one of them is required to be super buff for roles. The quality of the HGH and steroids there is incredible because it is being shipped from China. It is ravaging their bodies, but it makes them look good. They, all, they were all turned on to it by this foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor, Chris Hemsworth, and a superhero franchise, Thor. Here in the U.S., there is a, form, a former A-plus list actor, Chris Pratt, who has taken the rights of distributing a different steroid slash HGH, which comes from his in-laws, Arnold Schwarzenegger. They transport it in overnight mail packages and sell it to actors who are unable to make the move overseas and don't need to be full-time ripped. Those pills and injections are even worse for the body, but this is the new fad. I didn't know it was such like an an oper- like I, I didn't know that it was like such a uh, an operation to have to get good steroids. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it has to it has to be right. I guess that's that makes sense. They're highly illegal, so that makes sense. So one thing we did not talk about is. Chris Pratt's feud with, now it's Elliot Page, but at the time it was Ellen Page. Mm -hmm. So at the time, Elliot called Chris Pratt's church infamously anti-LGBTQ. Now Chris Pratt had a field day with this. And he said, quote, it has recently been suggested that I belong to a church which hates certain groups of people and is infamously anti-LGBTQ. Nothing could be further from the truth, he wrote. I go to a church that opens their doors to absolutely everyone. Despite what the Bible says about divorce, my church community was there for me every stop of the way, never judging, just gratefully, just gracefully accompanying, accompanying me, accompanying, oh my God, <laughs> accompanying me. <laughs> <Say the word. laughs> just gracefully accompanying, accompanying me. I can't say it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, I feel like I can't say it. Accompanying me. It's a horrific word. Anyway, just grace- gracefully walking alongside me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this helped me tremendously, tremendously offering love and support. Why does he have to use all these big fucking words? <laughs> it is what I have seen them do for other for others on countless occasions, regardless of sexual orientation, race, or gender. He then, <laughs> so, so Elliot read that and goes, oh, um, it's still <laughs> infamously anti-LGBTQ. So then Elliot doubled down on the tweet saying, if you're a famous actor and you belong to an organization that hates certain groups of people, don't be surprised if someone simply wonders why it's not addressed. Being anti-LGBTQ is wrong. There aren't two sides. The damage it causes is severe, full severe, full stop, sending love to all. Now, Chris Pratt (laughs) responded by saying, my faith is important to me, but no church defines me or my life. And I am not a spokesperson for any church or group of people. My values define me. We need less hate in this world, not more. I'm a man who believes that everyone is entitled to love who they want free from judgment of their fellow man. He then also shared a Bible verse from John 13, 34 in the post. Jesus said, I give you a new command, love one another. He wrote, this is what guides me in life. He is a God of love, acceptance, and forgiveness. Hate has no place in my or this world. Oh, and he's like the guy who after you 
call him out for being homophobic, he responds to you with a fucking Bible verse. Yeah. Like he is literally the worst. I don't, I don't understand how, like, I still don't get how everyone decided to be like, don't call him the worst, Chris. Like all of his co-stars are like, he's a good guy. And Mark Ruffalo was like, he's not openly political. And I was like, what? The fuck does that mean? I'm like, go stick up for Brie Larson and Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Yeah, who's like currently being interviewed about their vaginas. Right. I don't know what his hold is on people. I think that it's hard for people to, even now it's still hard for people to not see him as Andy. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard for people to not view him as like a fun-loving, dopey idiot, well-meaning, nice, sweet guy. Because that's, you know, we were lied to. Um, But yeah, get over it, guys, because he's a piece of shit. And I agreed with what Elliot Page said. Like, don't be surprised that people may have questions for you about the fucking church that you are shoving down people's throats and trying to convince mass amounts of teenagers to join when people question your beliefs which are very public right don't get like your panties in a bunch about it now as we wrap this up i just found a reddit about someone said i don't understand the hate for chris pratt as mario and i found an answer (laughs) please tell me the answer there's a few different aspects to it he just feels very badly cast for mario or at least mario as we know him Chris Pratt only has one voice. He's not going to do a high-pitched Italian accent. And if he does, it's going to be terrible. This implies that the Mario of the movie is going to be wise-cracking Chris Pratt-like character, which is very different than how people see him. Combined with other cast choices, it just points towards a very generic, by-the-numbers animated movie without any efforts to become the true Mario. Number two, there's a general Chris Pratt backlash that's been going on for a while now based on the stuff like him being super fundamentalist homophobic and having voted for trump in his messy breakup with anna faris his quote-unquote good guy image from parks and rec days is kind of in tatters at the moment three people think it's disrespectful to charles martinet who's been voicing the character for literally decades Four, some are just genuinely angry about big names, celebrities being cast in these films instead of professional actors. Wow, that was the perfect thing to to end with. So, so guys, that's why the internet is mad about Mario because I didn't understand it. You know, I remember like the John Leguizamo movie from like mm-hmm. the 90s. And I was like, oh, I guess like, you know, if it's not someone who's Italian, I get it. Right. But I, that actually does make a lot of sense. Well, it's annoying because it's like, it's just like, an, it's another opportunity for him to be in a giant franchise and make billions of dollars. It's just like, I think it's frustrating when you see people that it feels like Hollywood is dead set on making them famous and rich. They just like are dead set on making them more wealthy. Like does Chris yeah. Pratt need to be in another giant, big, huge budget blockbuster, you know, possible franchise movie? Absolutely, fucking lutely no, he does not. Why does he, he's so far off from, you can't even squint your eyes and imagine a world where he would play Mario. So why? You guys just want to give him a million dollars? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. Ugh. It just, there's another um, just article that says, 
Chris Pratt draws more dislike after Avenger, Avenger bros defend him. (laughs) (laughs) Avenger bros. I don't know. It's just, I don't think I've ever, this is probably wrong. And I'm sure as I'm saying this sentence, someone will pop into my head, but I've never seen a leading man go from like white hot to like gen generally disliked so fast. Right. Especially like a funny leading man. Yeah, especially like in like what would be the prime of their career. Right. Like it's not like he's Mel Gibson where he had, you know, 40 years of being a leading man and an action star. And then when he turned 60, he like went fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Like he's currently in what you would consider to be like the golden years of his career. It's and only been like five years since he got hot. Yeah, like it's still like so recent and yeah, it was, it's such a quick, <laughs> such a quick decline. <laughs> you love to see it. I do love to see it. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? Oh, wait, this will be a fun way to end it, Troy. So the four Chris's of the internet are Chris Evans, Hemsworth, Pine, and Pratt. Mm. What's your order? Oh, God. Okay, wait, let me, I'm going to write them in my notes app. <laughs> Okay, so there's Hemsworth, mm-hmm. Pratt, Pine. What was the other one? Evans. Evans. You know those are Chris Evans blinds. Right. Uh, I, I sure do. I know them very well. <laughs> um, By the way, guys, the blinds about Chris Evans is that he has a sex dungeon in his home. Yes. <laughs> I've read them many, many, many times. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go last first. I'm going to put Pratt last. Mm-hmm. second to last I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Evans because I have no attachment to him mm-hmm. um and then I'm gonna go Hemsworth because he seems to have a sense of humor which I like and then first I'm gonna go Pine because I've truly just always wanted to have sex with Chris Pine <laughs> okay it's just selfish like it's just that Chris Pine fills out a pair of men's slacks like I've never seen I love it. <laughs> I'm going to go, I have to go Hemsworth. Okay. First. Okay. Something about him. And he is very funny. He has great yeah. comedic timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's all like roided up. So let's go. <laughs> he's got that good Australian <laughs> HGH. <laughs> I would say Chris Evans is second. Um, okay. I do think he's a bit overrated. I will say that. I do too. Um, and then Chris Pine. Chris Pine's always bothered me. Really? Not, not that like he's a bad guy. I think it's his voice and the way his mouth moves when he speaks. And like, who am I to say Chris Pine is not a bad <laughs> I also want to make that clear that I'm very aware that like if Chris Pine was like, hey, do you want to? I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, don't even finish your sentence, sir. Come yeah, on. just close your weird mouth. <laughs> and then of course, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that, uh, I think Evans is, like, insanely overrated. Yeah. Like, he... We get it. He has a dog in a sex dungeon. <laughs> to me, he just, like, looks like a guy that works at Gap. Yeah, he reminds me of every Boston guy. I'm yeah. Better than, would... Chris... better than Ben Affleck, though. Very that. <laughs> it's like, if he was working retail, would I come up with an excuse to ask him for help? Yeah, I'm human. But I don't think that he's, like, you know anything to faint over, I guess. Yes. 
Especially without the beard. Totally. All right. So uh, Chris Pratt, in my opinion, rotted to the core. Maybe wasn't always rotted to the core. Mm -hmm. But when he lost weight, it was easier to get to his core. See, I think he was always rotted to the core. And then when he lost weight, it was easy. Like, it was like, he didn't have anything to hide behind. Okay. No, that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, you can't be... When you have 12 abdomen muscles on your body that are pulsating, you can't then also be like the dopey idiot guy. You can't be Chris Farley and uh, Jurassic Park leading man. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, then everybody noticed that he was a piece of shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. But he sucks. Rot it to the core. We, we uh, can't stand him on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to join our Patreon. We've done a lot of fun and disturbing episodes last week's was pretty rough i think troy and i almost got sick to our stomach yeah. but then we have fun ones like diana and taylor um i'm trying to think of other fun ones but <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have fun here <laughs> yes we have good times um and also this is just a side note do you notice aaron carter goes live a lot but we record on wednesdays and i feel like he goes live on Wednesdays a hundred times more than any other day. I'm like, <laughs> he's letting us know. He's letting us know that he's fucking on to us and he's got the, he's got like all of his equipment ready to come kill us. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you rate, subscribe, tell your friends, tag us in your stories if you're listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.